your brain might just help you learn something in more ways than one. Welcome to Dr. Gary Bell's Absurd Psychology. Dr. Bell is a licensed marriage and family therapist. He'll be your guide on this crazy exploration designed to bring life back into our existence. Can you become the element of change in an ever-changing world? Possibly, but you've got to listen on to find out. Now, here is the host of Absurd Psychology, Dr. Gary Bell. Welcome, everybody. All right, we're talking about warning narcissists all around us. Yes, they're like zombies. It's unfortunate, but, you know, narcissism is is really an interesting trait. Um, if you want an overt and covert examples of narcissism, an overt narcissist would be something like Donald Trump. A covert narcissist would be someone like Joe Biden. Joe Biden is actually sleazier because he's covert and under the radar trying to slip in whatever his needs are and then makes apology and then makes excuses for everything he does. Donald Trump is just overt. He's out there. He does his thing. So when we think about narcissism, why are we electing these kind of people? Because as a society, we are filled with narcissism. Why? Because we have everything easy. Everything is simple for us. All of the things we want in our life are at our fingertips if we want them bad enough. And it's unfortunate, but people, and actually people can put on a mask, put on a social media profile and hide behind that without anybody seeing their actual true flaws. You know, it's it's unfortunate, but we don't live in a world where people struggle that much. They struggle with their egos. They struggle with loneliness. They struggle with finances because they can't keep up with themselves on their spending. They can't keep up on their life and what they feel like they're entitled to. And so unfortunately, a lot of people uh, crash and burn and don't honor what they have. Why do we have such trouble with marriage? Well, marriage used to be that it took a lot to support a home, a family. And so a wife and a husband were a necessary thing. Children were a necessary thing to work the farm and support the parents. And so, you know, it was more than just this ideal of should I be married and create a family. Nowadays, creating a family and getting married is an egotistical idea that we feel like we're entitled to, but it's not necessarily a need. It's a want. And that's why we're in trouble these days. But narcissism is bred from the idea that we can get anything at any time in any way, the way we want it. You know, we're becoming a nation of narcissists. We're also focused on superficial personal identity that makes us obsessed with race, ethnicity, sex, political ideology, tattoos, body ornaments, body enhancement surgery. It's not enough. It never is going to be enough to satisfy our self-obsessions. You know, like the legendary Narcissus, uh, seeing as a reflection in the pool, uh, we see and applaud ourselves because of the superficial external appearance. And he fell in love with themselves and because the gods determined that he was so egotistical, he should be. Uh, he should fall in love with himself. And so he could not leave, but leave the pool because he just had to stare at himself all day long. Well, that's what we are with our little selfies out there. What matters most to narcissists and society at large is their personal character, what they do, what they've achieved, how they're seen and how they contribute. You know, it's, it encompasses a, a hunger for appreciation or admiration, a desire to be the center of attention, an expectation of social uh, special treatment reflecting a desire for higher status. You know, while this may be understandable, 
It's kind of nice to have those things, but narcissism causes the pursuit of self-serving behaviors that are psychologically unhealthy because they create what are called expectations that are unreasonable. And these expectations mean that a lot of things are going to be a failure in this life and failure has enormous amount of consequences emotionally, you know, and especially with resentment. And also it's that they, they, they aggravate the underlying lack of empathy and self-esteem that stunt psychological maturation. They also may virtue the signal to compensate for their own lack of virtue. So they send out a persona as if they're an angel and, and, and reinforcing that with whatever facts and figures that they can with biased research to prove that they are this most incredible person. Unfortunately, accountability is not built into their life. That is because in this day and age, we don't have to be accountable. We accept the unaccountable. And as we do, we're going to slip and slide our way into pure hell in this life. Paradoxically, the focus on superficial aspects of identity often grows out of low self-esteem. What you have to understand is where do these people come from? Well, where they come from is utter neglect. Utter neglect in childhood trauma or abuse, which neglect is a form of abuse, which means they have to form as a parent what is called a parentified child. They have to start making their own adult decisions at a very young age because parents are stupid and parents are lazy and they don't do what they need to do to raise the values of their children most often. Most people will migrate to the level of mediocrity in their parenting and good enough, which is fine because it's not a perfectionistic uh, purpose. But the only thing is, is that if we neglect our children, they have to discover their own value for themselves, which inherently creates low self-esteem. They don't get what is called positive regard, which is a constant gratefulness for their nature, for their being, for who they are. Their value needs to be defined by their parents first before they define their value for themselves. Unfortunately, if you're left to roam the pastures as a free-range chicken with no rules, you're going to create adult decisions at 8, 10, 12, 14, 18 years old. You're going to create all of these adult decisions like, you know, uh, values, what's important to me, who's important to me. And all those things are going to be warped by our childish, reactive, emotional thinking. And unfortunately, narcissists, by the time they're an adult, are too prideful to be wrong because I've had to earn every decision I've made. I've had to make it all on my own. I've learned the hard way. I'm always right. I must be right. And that's what they think is survival for them, is the need to be right at all costs even in a relationship, even though relationships actually call for you to be the listener who's actually in charge of a conversation. But narcissists don't do that. Just as society doesn't do that, we're all just one gigantic echo chamber these days of people complaining that just goes away because that has to be extinguished. That's a negative response. And that must be extinguished by a narcissist. That must be berated by a narcissist. You must be told how awful you are by a narcissist. You know, the thing is called gaslighting. So what happens is I come out and say, I didn't, the, a narcissist will say, I didn't say that. Or they say, well, I didn't mean that. So what they do is they deflect, 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 and they tell you why you're crazy. 
You know, paradoxically, the focus on superficial aspects of identity often grows out of the low self-esteem, as I said before. And so the narcissist may even be desperately trying to avoid, uh, 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 you know, conflict, to, to, to avoid being found out. Because other people may be blamed for causing such a negative feelings, they commonly seethe with antisocial personalities, and they may try to justify antisocial behavior as reparation for perceived mistreatment that they were caused by other people. It's always another person that is wrong, and that is the way our society bill is built. No accountability, no accountability for our government, no accountability for politicians, no accountability for parents, no accountability for children, no accountability for police, for the justice system, for judges, nothing. It's empty. And that's because narcissists gaslight the hell out of the rest of the world. And the rest of the world is finally, eventually going to have to rebel to reclaim. But until then, we're all going to go to hell in a handbasket because it's going to take a lot to get rid of narcissism. You know, cheating, deception, lying is a new normal for a narcissist. Most notably, education, media, business, politics, all of it. It's rampant and, and it's growing in all of major cities, starting with the major cities, and it's making its way into the smaller communities and even to the minute communities. And, you know, riots motivated uh, across a range of left to right ideologies seem to be increasing. That is a sign of rebellion because some people actually understand what is right. Actually, there's a lot of people who understand what is right, who understand accountability, who understand earning, who understand parenting, who understand being a real person with real feelings and knowing what those feelings are and knowing what the truth is, at least the perceived truth. And being willing to hear someone else's perceived truth. But we're all too freaking nice. We let these narcissists mow us down like a bunch of codependents because we're being groomed as a society to become codependent. Some people would call it communism. Some people would call it socialism. But it's grooming. And that is what they're all out to do because that's what they have learned to do. They're too stupid to think for themselves. They have to think for their selfish selves, their ego, not what's in charge of their body and their life, which is their soul. There is no soul because they're atheists too. They're atheistic, even the ones that claim to be religious. If they're a narcissist, they're actually an atheist because they think they're God. You know, fathers in large numbers abandon their children. Marriage is in the decline because it's 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 not a need. It's choice. And more couples are deliberately childless. Why? Because they're so freaking selfish. They won't want to take accountability for anything in this life. They'd rather go completely without accountability. Also, narcissistic hostility is out there, and, and we need to look out for that because these dudes throw the worst temper tantrums known to humanity when they're actually faced with their own flaws, their own bad choices, their own lies, their own deceit. They can't stand it. They cannot take it. 
That's what narcissism is about. And it's widespread. And, and guess what covers it up? Alcohol, drug, sex, other addictions, because they could fall back on that as an excuse. That's why I did that, because I was drunk or I was on drugs or I was on withdrawal or my medications weren't working. They're just babies. They're little babies hiding behind their stupidity. And our whole society is made up of these idiots. And guess what it takes to be a leader? Will. Well, when people are opinionated and feel like they're right, guess what they have? Will. That's why we have stupid people in charge of our world. They have will, but they have no intelligence. And it's sad, but we are like sheep following idiots. You know, and there's an increased number of people who contribute very little to society and require support services from other people. Yeah. They suck the life out of anything they can get advantage of. That's what COVID taught everybody. Take the free money. But guess what? Now all the cities, all the governments are asking for the money back. Wow. Guess what happens when you have to pay all that money back and you only make $40,000 a year and you may have borrowed $100,000 or $80,000 or $10,000. It's going to bankrupt you. You're going to lose your house. Well, guess what? They groomed you and now they are in charge of you. You know, narcissist, this hostility, it leads to calling people who believe differently vile names, shunning, magnifying, social alienation. They, there's also this divisive diminishing of others for bad beliefs and, and behaviors aggravated when narcissistic uh, people hypocritically do the same bad things in their own life and excuse the wrongdoing of those in their own little group, their own little cliques, their own loyalty factors. And it's sad that we live in this stupid world where we think people own the truth, and they don't. God owns the truth. That's it. We are supposed to be subservient to God. And when you're married, your wife, your husband, that is supposed to teach you how to love God by your accountability to each other. When you have children, it actually teaches you well, how God loves you by the way that you raise your child and the love you give your child. That's the accountability factor. Unfortunately, in this world, most people don't get it. They don't get accountability and marriage is accountability and they don't want it at all. You know, people are making more and more unrealistic demands on society and government to cater to their perceived needs. This transgender crap. Well, it's great that people have that. I don't mind people having that. But shoving it down our children's throat, shoving it down our throat, no, that's not cool. You know, saying that a 14-year-old can go to a safe house and without their parents' permission and actually change their gender, and the governments are actually electing people. We're actually electing people that allow that in this world, and we don't say anything. That's because we're so groomed to be idiots. We're all groomed to be sheep. And it's unfortunate because these narcissistic people are just creating more narcissistic people. And selfishness is our God in this world. We worship ourselves and it causes suffering for everyone, including narcissists. Why don't we read about Sodom and Gomorrah and see what that bought us? You know, collective narcissism is not simply tribalism. Humans are inherently tribal. And that's not necessarily a bad thing because we had to do that to survive. But having a healthy social identity can have an immense positive impact on well-being. Collective narcissists, which is a whole group of them who reinforce each other's thinking, it's called groupthink, by the way, 
are often more focused on out-of-group prejudice than group loyalty. They want group loyalty. And if you step out of the group and align with another group, oh, my God, you are the heathen. You are the worst. You are stupid. You are everything. You're prejudiced. You're whatever they can call you. That's what they what you become if you step out of the group. It's unfortunate. But we, if we're going to make it in this world, we're going to have to step out of the group and actually step into our own individual understanding of what is right. And that includes a spiritual life. We are spirits living a human life. We have the soul living a human life. We're so focused on our human life that we forget what our soul is here for. It's here for two simple things. Do what's right. And have compassion for other people's pain. There's none of either of those going on in this world. There are with individuals, but there's not with the overall society. It has churned, and that's because we have no moral compass. And there are consequences. And yes, they will take place within our own selves, within our own societies. They will take place, and there will come a point where people turn and rebel. And unfortunately, that is a very, very sad moment in the history of mankind. But it's happened over and over and over again, and it's going to happen again. And it always and it'll happen again after that because people will turn back to narcissism by their nature, seeking comfort. That's what we do. You know, we people, uh, we think of narcissism and we typically think of chest pumping, boastful, grandiose narcissists. You know, Donald Trump was that is that. But, you know, psychologists uh, have identified a more vulnerable form of narcissism involving fragile, uncertain self-worth, indecisiveness, deeply seated in shame and distrust, along with the typical antagonism of self-entitlement. So these people wind their way through life. Wine, W-H-I-N-E, and guess what that means? Winers will suck the soul straight out of your body because they never, ever go on empty. They are always empty, and they require you to fill their tank, and that's what we have is a bunch of whiners in this world. Unfortunately, the bold, the strong, the people that need to have a will won't step up and confront it. They just complain about it. All right, let's take a quick break and we'll come back. Friend us on Facebook to keep up with what's empowering the world. Voice America Empowerment. Dr. Gary Bell is available for speaking engagements as well as teaching at your seminar or workshop and life coaching via telephone Skype or in person in the Seattle area. Dr. Bell brings his no-nonsense, straight-from-the-hip discussions each week on the show, but it doesn't stop there. Learn about motivation and psychology, one-couple marriage repair, a two-day workshop in Seattle, and more. Visit drgbmft.com today or call Dr. Gary Bell at 951-818-7856. That's drgbmft.com or 951-818-7856. Dr. Connie Mariano is a groundbreaker. She was the White House physician to three presidents, toured the world on Air Force One, and has had countless amazing experiences. The one thing that life didn't prepare her for was becoming a widow. After losing her beloved husband, John, in a tragic accident, Dr. Connie joined the one million women who were widowed in the United States each year. While her journey as a widow has been one of intense grief and sorrow, it has also been one of extraordinary growth and rebirth. Now, Dr. Connie is sharing what she's learned. Joined by her knowledgeable guests, 
to help anyone struggling with this deeply personal and often lonely journey of their own. Tune into The Widow's Walk, Thursdays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Friend us on Facebook to keep up with what's empowering the world. Voice America Empowerment. You are tuned in to Dr. Gary Bell's Absurd Psychology. If you have a question for Dr. Gary or his guest, please call in to 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. That's easy enough, but if you want to send an email, it will take some thinking. Got a pen? The email address is drgbmft at sbcglobal.net. Or you can just click on Email Host on the Voice America page. Now, back to Dr. Gary Bell's Absurd Psychology. Welcome back, everybody. We're talking about, you know, narcissism. There's narcissists everywhere, but mostly in our leadership, you know, this day and age. And you got to be clear that patriotism for any country it is not necessarily group narcissism. It's entirely possible to actually have healthy pride for your nation or politics in your country and the unique aspects of your culture and your economy without being consumed by the desire to tear down other groups by the need for your group to be seen as superior. You know, collective narcissism can be found anywhere in the political spectrum, left or right. The collective narcissist operate in both spectrums and it's unfortunately because they're running the show and if this year in the united states if we next year can't change and get back to patriotism instead of narcissism we're going to be in some big trouble because that's going to be the beginning of the end this last election has nearly destroyed this country nearly completely destroyed this country you know, monopoly is on conversations. That's a narcissist. Flaunting rules or social conventions. Fixation on appearance. Unreasonable expectations. Disregard for other people. Praise, praise, and more praise. It's everyone else's fault. They fear abandonment. The narcissist lives in a fantasy, and they're always strings attached. You know, despite the origin from the figure of the Greek mythology that I talked about, you know, narcissist typically refers to people who exhibit traits associated with a narcissistic personality disorder, NPD, and it's recognized as a psychological issue. And classic signs of that can have profound negative effects on the mental health of friends, family members, and coworkers. It's all over the place. There's movies that can teach you about narcissism, like Mommy Dearest, American Psycho, the wolf of wall street narcissistic behavior is all over the place an example as a positive example for people to just do that that's what you should do well people are stupid and lazy so we do what's easy our vast majority of people want to do what's easy i'm not saying all people are stupid or lazy but we are in our nature we'll go to the lowest common denominator in our personal life in various places in our life and it's unfortunate psychologists have several theories about how why this mpd develops in some people but the crux of these theories centers around the idea that narcissists suffer great psychological wounds early in their life and once again it turns them into parentified children and unfortunately that need to be right 
carries into the rest of their life. And what do they look for? Well, they look for a codependent that they can groom. So somebody who's not defined themselves, somebody who doesn't know what they want in life, somebody who's rather indecisive, but they want a family and they want all this and they want all that. Well, the narcissist just eats that up like candy. So what do they do? They paint this beautiful, romantic, wonderful picture to the codependent of what life could be. And then as soon as they, they lock them down, they gaslight the hell out of them and make them crazy. That's what our society is being submitted to grandiosity attention seeking always trouble in all of our relationships with all people lack of empathy sense of entitlement all of that's out there all of it and so why would a narcissist want to actually uh embrace the law the law calls for accountability the justice system calls for accountability so guess what they don't like those things they don't want that. That's not a thing that they want. Accountability? No. So narcissists will destroy those institutions and any institution that will hold them accountable, including the IRS and any other part of the government. It's going to get watered down because it's accountability. And unfortunately, we are supposed to be accountable, number one, to our own moral fabric called integrity. And if you don't have it, you're not going to be a very attractive person. But unfortunately, a lot of people don't want integrity. They want to be the, the spotlight. They want to have all of the everything that they feel entitled to. And this causes enormous amount of psychological problems for the people who have to deal with it and for the ones that are actually living it. And they don't even realize it because they, they, they can't come to terms with, oh, my God, I'm actually a narcissist. People can't, they don't do that, not very often, and the ones that do, all you can do is tamper it down because there ain't no medication that's going to fix it, and there's no psychologist that wants to deal with it because eventually they turn on you, and they turn because you try to hold them accountable, and they can't stand that, so there's they're not the best candidate for therapy, they're actually very destructive. You know, and narcissistic traits come partly from an excessive need for praise, a sense of entitlement a lack of empathy they also disregard the need for others and feel seen to feel seen and heard and they want to be the center of attention at all times and god forbid you become the center of attention they'll find a way to become the center of attention if that's to get drunk at your wedding and take everything over because they're idiots that's what they'll do you know still curious how to tell if you're a narcissist one of the more distinctive signs of narcissism is the desire to flout rules and traditions sometimes dramatic consequences because a person with npd narcissistic personality disorder may seek out such special treatment feel wronged when they can't circumvent the system look at hunter biden they're bending over backwards why because his dad will go to jail if he goes to jail because that's what he told his dad and so why do you think he's with every dinner every vacation every place that his dad is with his nose straight up his butt that is because if he's gone his dad's gone and so the government is there to protect this little twerp narcissist unfortunately they also like to violate laws they like to steal things from work because they feel entitled little things erasers pins whatever paper copy paper copiers they'll they'll take whatever they can get 
They also get in front of people in lines. They also, in other words, the rules exist for other people. You better stand in line, but how dare you get in my line? You're not going to do that. I'm going to get in front of you. And they also think they're so special. They also think they sidestep the rules because a special status is afforded to them, which they have afforded to themselves. They also have a fixation on appearance. They want to know what, how they're appeared by their clothes, by their body type, by their facial features. All of these things doesn't mean they're well kept. They may have a beard and, and, and have, a, you know, whatever, a jean shirt or whatever, but that's their image. And they're going to stand behind what that image communicates. That is what's important to them. They're obsessed with that. They spend hours thinking of themselves all day long if they're in a mirror they're going to find a way if they're going to get a selfie they'll make that happen especially if it makes them look good you know also some people with narcissistic personalities expect their family to be good looking you know but not as good as the narcissist the narcissist parent may abuse bully their child validating their behavior because they believe the child is an extension of themselves and so what do they do they project on their children exactly what they hate about themselves and how they were treated as a child so narcissists beget narcissists and they also feel like someone who is doing better than they are owe them a break in the workplace they also feel envious of skills that others have acquired through the years of hard work and they feel they're entitled to it now uh, you know they also have and this is another feature just like society they have pronounced mood swings fierce arguments a need to assign blame to other people and always 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 the need to be right no matter what and if you can't be right shut up and let people assume that you're right also they are they 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 tend to be you know that they want to be the movie star in the group they tend to have an exaggerated sense of self-importance expect adoration everywhere they go they also expect constant praise and specific treatment from others even when that praise is un warranted especially from the people that they've groomed to give them that including their children and especially their spouse even their family it's unfortunate but narcissism is starts in the home and it's magnified its way into our way of life and sadly the person receiving into the rage may not have have may have criticized or they may not have criticized the narcissist at all but somehow they're also accountable for the negative procession the narcissist has awarded themselves. You know, they perceive the, the person's comment or behavior as slight and, and react to that slight because they look at the context of what was said rather than the content of what was said. Or they listen to the content and they forget the context of what's said. That means the meaning of what was being said. You know, they, they play all kinds of games with people, their words, their actions, how they speak to them. That's usually where the major conflict comes, comes from. They don't like how they're talked to, and they'll address that as you are wrong, you are a bad person. Shaming and blaming are two very important tools, and, and they use that toolbox all of the time they have you know they have this idea of anger and resentment for the rest of the world for all people and that means that they are in fight or flight all the time they get in a conflict they have to win or they don't survive that's how they feel about it 
It's, it's not about listening. It's not about empathy. It's not about caring. It's not about the soul. It is about their need to survive only. First and foremost, everybody else is a thing to be used in a narcissist life. Now in society, we are all to be used to serve the narcissistic needs of our media, our politics, our world, the, our government. Everything is running the show from a narcissistic perspective. They're rude. They put people down. You know, they hide behind cruel jokes. They criticize people. They're sabotaging people. And guess what? These biased people have influenced and are hired by our government because the more narcissists that get in, the more they have to hire other narcissists that share their opinions. And so they all come together like a flock of geese reinforcing each other, trying to make sure that they protect their narcissistic needs. And so they sabotage our country. Our country is losing its moral fabric by the day. Our world is losing its moral fabric by the day because we're falling into this trap. We've made our life way too easy. And guess what the final blow is going to be? Artificial intelligence, because that is smarter than us. Unfortunately, we are too silly and too trivial to understand where that's going to take us. But it will run the show. And guess what? It will write the ship logically, but it will have nothing to do with matching to your emotional needs. It will not have that ingredient. It will logically solve problems. And that logic has no empathy. And so the humanness that we all experience, we are being gaslighted. We are being groomed to not have empathy, to not have caring, to have judgment and harsh criticism for anybody who doesn't align with our tribe. And then we are going to reinforce and make sure there's consequences that other people have to pay for having an opinion that's different than ours. And most people are not aware of this internal script. Unfortunately, they don't find out until the blows are there, until everything is happening and the damage has been done. And that's what's happened in this last four years of our life with the government, with the election. We have this covert narcissist actually screwing us all over and not taking a bit of accountability for anything that's happening. Yes, Donald Trump was not that great, but at least he used some ingredients of patriotism in all of his narcissism. I wish we could just get away from all of those batches of people and turn back to people that have common sense, have a thing called wisdom, have a thing called compassion, have a thing called a moral compass to do what is right for all of us. Maybe not all of us agree on it, but do what's right and actually listen to other people and get other people's opinion. Most people are more good than they are bad. Most people are more right than they are wrong. Can't we assume that, that everybody has something to offer? That's called Socratic learning. That's the, the, the philosophers sitting on the steps of the Acropolis actually solving problems for their government, for their life, for their society. And that is mankind coming together and forming rules just like the U.S. Constitution that was created. Unfortunately, and it created a lot of bigotry at the same time because not everybody was equal, but they liked you to think there were. Unfortunately, uh, you know, even that had a lot of flaws in it, but the direction and the intention was good. 
It just didn't result well because the people that implemented it were corrupt and they did not do the right thing for a lot of our population. You know, mental health uh, professionals believe that narcissists exhibit maladaptive behaviors out of the fear of abandonment. And that's possible. And as weird as it sounds, most of the time, the narcissist who abandons the people, that's the more truth they got. They alienate themselves from other people for fear that they will be judged. And it's a matter of leaving before they're left out. I mean, look at Joe Biden. He's ran from his freaking basement. He didn't get out there and say one bit of truth. He didn't have one hard interview. He didn't have one hard debate. And he's going to do it the next time. And we're all so brainwashed. We're going to elect that old turd back in the office for another four years to really put the stake in our heart. It's unfortunate, but that's probably what's going to happen because they probably rigged the election because they're narcissists. That's what they do. They do these things and they never take accountability, never will, never. And they've corrupted our justice so bad that there is no way we're ever going to find the truth ever. Also, you know, that being said, you know, when you break up with a narcissist, it has to be your fault. You never know who you marry till you divorce them. Divorce a narcissist and guess what you get? The tidal wave of narcissism. Yes, it's a wonderful thing because they love in family court where the rules are made by the judge most often. You have to sit there and listen to the narcissist barf out a bunch of mistruths and biased truths. And yes, what they do, they get power from that if the judge agrees with them. And it's unfortunate, but sometimes the truth actually comes out. And our, well, who are the victims? Divorce is Children, children, children. And guess what our society is moving towards? Divorce after divorce after divorce. Marriage is the worst contract you will ever sign in your life. It is the worst contract. What is good about it is the covenant. If you don't serve the covenant, you don't understand what marriage is. We need a covenant for life. We need a person who has good character of goodwill, we need to have a society of good character and goodwill who stand up for what is right and what is compassionate. That is so important. Unfortunately, we're forgetting it day after day. And I bet you there's a gazillion people that I've offended enormously with this program because they have these traits and they can't stand hearing it. All right, let's take a quick break and we'll come back. Change your world. Change your life. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Dr. Gary Bell is available for speaking engagements as well as teaching at your seminar or workshop and life coaching via telephone Skype or in person in the Seattle area. Dr. Bell brings his no-nonsense, straight-from-the-hip discussions each week on the show, but it doesn't stop there. Learn about motivation and psychology, one-couple marriage repair, a two-day workshop in Seattle, and more. Visit drgbmft.com today or call Dr. Gary Bell at 951-818-7856. That's drgbmft.com or 951-818-7856. Stuck in a state of being that holds us back from creating the life we truly desire. Regardless of your own blocks or limitations, imagine an easier way to get unstuck and move forward with your life. On this show... Jason Hopkins shares his practical next right step approach that will move you toward the life you really want. You too can be steps from getting the abundance, love, support, and fulfillment your heart desires. Get unstuck. Move forward with your life with Jason Hopkins. 
Tuesdays at 9 a.m. on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. You are tuned in to Dr. Gary Bell's Absurd Psychology. If you have a question for Dr. Gary or his guest, please call in to 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. That's easy enough, but if you want to send an email, it will take some thinking. Got a pen? The email address is drgbmft at sbcglobal.net. Or you can just click on Email Host on the Voice America page. Now, back to Dr. Gary Bell's Absurd Psychology. We're we're talking about, you know, narcissism, and they're all around us. This society is inbred with narcissism. You know, it's it's, a lot of it. You can tell a narcissist because they have delusions of grandeur. They create elaborate delusions and fantasies about a great life and great success that they have or claim to have had, and they expect others to participate and confirm their delusions. They also, the delusions run the gamut, you know, might include a more beautiful and talented than anyone, smarter, richer, more important, but to support these fantasies, the covert narcissist, which is Joe Biden, will be, make up stories about events that never happened. If the event did did take place, they'll change the details to make it bigger, better, and brighter than it was. And in their world, they 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 basically will hobnob or or relate to governors and presidents and leaders and millionaires and movie stars. They love to be around all that. And they love to suck off the fumes of whatever they can get from that. Also, you know, they have people at their feet. You know, if someone points out their unrealistic sense of superiority, they unleash a tirade and they send a force of people after you to make sure you understand how awful you are. They have two sets of rules for them and their tribe and for the others who are not abiding by that. You know, when their behavior damages the people around them, the real mental health damage began a long time ago with some type of trauma that they had. But unfortunately, they want to do as much damage to everyone else as was done to them. And so it forces them to create a new, more acceptable uh, self to survive their trauma. And so they create a fantasy life to support fragile, false sense of their self. And if the narcissist loses support of the fantasy... And their self, their false self crumbles. This this doesn't excuse the narcissist's poor behavior, but of inflated sense of self-importance. However, it does explain why their fantasy is so important. That's what they hang on to. And victims who are wise in the narcissist ways know the gifts come from the strings attached. There's always strings attached to a narcissist. They use unsolicited gifts to manipulate people to get what they want. They never give a gift just to give a gift. Gifts, whether tangible or intangible, are used to, to, to get something in return. And they always make sure that the receiver knows who sent the gift. There's also an unspoken agreement with the narcissist. Because, of course, they don't want to take accountability for anything bad that they did. You know, so they, they'll collect their collateral maybe a little bit later after the smoke clears. 
It's even better if the person on the receiving end is a bit down and out. The narcissist can rescue the victim in dire circumstances. Yes. And then they can groom the hell out of them. In exchange, you know, look what happened with our economy when uh, Biden steps in office. All of a sudden, all these checks are coming out to all these people. All these people are living for free in their home. They don't have to socialize. They don't do crap. They can get all these crazy loans at low interest with no accountability. Just handed money out left and right. $8 trillion budget. Unbelievable. And just buy, buy, buy people and now tell, tell, tell people exactly what the truth is in their mind. And we better buy it. We better buy it because we owe. We owe, we owe. And if you don't abide, you're going to get you're going to get the worst of it. You know, unfortunately for the victim, this narcissistic tactic, it's difficult to accept gifts from anyone. The victim always fears those gifts come from the strings attached. Once you've received a gift from a narcissist, you know you've received a gift from a narcissist and you had no idea that what they expected in return was 10 times greater than what they give. And that may be your very soul. You know, victims of the narcissist may take steps to mitigate the damage of the causes. First of all, what you want to do is you want to set boundaries. You know, you need to set boundaries. By their nature, narcissists exploit people because they feel no empathy towards the plight of others. So here's boundaries when you're a weak person. This is what I can do and this is what I can't do. If you can't say no, can you say this is what I can do and this is what I can't do? At least that's the beginning of a boundary if you're too weak to go no. Can't do that. No means no. Doesn't make sense. It's not right for me. Can't you do that? You also need to know your worth. If you don't know your worth, narcissists prey on that. You know, while the narcissist may help to abuse the 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 the, the, the personal person, here's what's really strange about a narcissist. They may work hard to support the family, but they play no role in their children's lives. They let the poor codependent person take care of the children, do everything for the children, that nice codependent. And then when the kids grow up, guess who gets the credit? The narcissist gets the credit. And the one that's been groomed as a codependent looks like crap because they never set boundaries for the narcissist and they set that example for their children. And now they've created a whole batch of narcissists. This is what they do. You have to be careful. That's why boundaries, boundaries, boundaries. Know your worth. Always. Also, walk away. Self-care can mean walking away from the narcissist. Sometimes it's enough to limit the amount of exposure a person has to the narcissist, but narcissists are like a funnel. They have this big wide opening that's nice and romantic, but as they groom you, that funnel gets narrower and narrower and narrower, and that's where you have to live. So we have to become people that are resilient. And we have to know that this problem will not go away until our moral compass changes. And we, as a society, try to say no to how, to how these people operate. We have to put them back in their place because they're the loudest voice, but they're not the majority. They're just the loudest voice. So what? Let them cry. Let them whine. Let them act like they're, they're self-needy. Yes, the little babies, let a baby be a baby. But adults be adults, and that's what we need to do as a human being. We need to stand up on our hind legs and make choices that are right and have compassion for pain. Right and compassion for pain. And that doesn't mean we're going to sell ourselves out to make other people, prop other people up that are weak. No, you know, we don't live in a world that is fair. Fair is a first world problem. 
It's a first world problem. It is nowhere but first world you're going to find people arguing about fair. That is the dumbest thing you could possibly do because you'll never get it. What's good for one is not good for others. There is no fair in that. You know, a lack of empathy is hard to fathom. It's, it, you know, that's why we have so much trouble communicating with autistic people. But you have to look at them as that. Oh, you're an autism. Okay, you have no empathy. I get it. I'm going to lower my expectations of you because you don't have that ingredient of human being in you. Oh, you don't do what's right. You like to do what's easy. Oh, I need to lower my expectations of you and lower your toxicity in my life. We need to think like that as people. You know, if you have tied yourself at the hip to a narcissist in a marriage, you're going to have narcissistic ingredients in your children. Narcissists groom. That's all they do. And they want to demonstrate that to you, their partner. And so you, if you want to get this out of your life, you need to lower your expectations, turn it into preferences. I prefer you did this. I prefer you said this to me. I prefer you acted like this. I prefer that you took accountability for what you just did. You know, if you operate from a preference, the expectation is not there and therefore they don't have anything to rebel against. They actually have a chance to make good choices. You might tamper them down that way, but you're not going to start narcissism at its root. You know, teaching the narcissist to be, to, to be a careful listener without interruption is almost impossible. But here's listening. You don't have to agree with someone saying, okay, so what you're telling me is this. Okay, I understand. All right, so what you're saying is this. And the way you do that is you teach them how to listen, and then you ask them in return, I need you to offer that back to me. I need you to be a listener, because who is the listener? They're the one in charge of the conversation. If a narcissist actually understood that concept and embraced it in their life, they might lose their narcissism because they're actually putting other people's thoughts in front of their own. That's counterproductive to a narcissist, though, because they always have to be right. Envy is also a very sensitive subject. So empathizing with their feelings with envy, shame, failure, sense of inadequacy, meaning understand, I know this has hurt you. I know this has destroyed your feelings. Give them that and help them understand that they too, they're receiving empathy when something bad has happened to them. Reach into that part of their life, but don't let them take advantage of it. Tell them, I need you to do that to me. I need you to give that back to me too. I'm teaching you how valuable it is. Now you need to understand as a narcissist, you need to understand that you got to give empathy back. You've got to get care back when someone is in pain. The deepest part of love is choosing to suffer for another person. A purpose-driven life, Rick Warren, first line, it is not about you. That is what we have to begin to think like. Narcissists are completely counterintuitive to it's about you. They want to be, it's about me, 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 I, I, I. That's our society today. I want this. I want it now. I want it now. I'm going to throw a temper tantrum if I don't get it now. I'm going to go 50 miles and drive here to get this exact person, this exact vehicle, this exact meal. I'm going to get all the exact things that I have to have. That's a narcissist. They have to have everything the way they want it only. Compromise, heck no. That means mediocre in their mind, 
And having to compromise for you means mediocre in their mind. And they can't stand that idea. You know, arrogance is hard to stop because the person actually usually feels inferior and inadequate. And haughty attitude is a defense mechanism. They hide behind their attitude. Well, guess what your attitude is? Your greatest handicap. And guess who chose it? You. You chose to have a handicap. You know, empathizing with feelings may help the person loosen their guard if they're narcissistic and then understand that I want some reciprocity back. If I'm going to give that to you, you need to give that back to me. I'm trying to teach you how to love me by loving you. You need to love me like that too. You have to teach them because they don't know what healthy is. All they do is live in their little bubble. You know, it might seem ironic, but the narcissist you know, uh, have a great deal, uh, actually can have a great deal of empathy without judgment because they actually, if you can get to their core, the core of their soul, their being, it doesn't have defense mechanisms, but you have to, they have to have what's called a catharsis and a moment of awakening. Uh, you know, that, that moment of understanding aha moment as, oh my God, I've been doing this my whole life. I need to think this way. And maybe if they can see a better example of where they need to go, they can actually reparent their little inner child and actually step into their adult life. You know, this is why, you know, highly talented, trained mental health professionals can help people. But it takes a long time with narcissists and it definitely takes a specialist and it takes somebody who has enormous patience because that narcissist is going to groom the therapist to think, that to only believe what they believe they're going to tell you how the, the truth is and only their mind they can't give you more perspective all they can give you is their perspective and then all of a sudden you bring other people from their life back in and they tell you a whole different story and the narcissist will sit there and deny 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 oh no 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 and all you get is bullshit and that is unfortunate but that is the vast majority of dealing with narcissistic therapies they can't own anything anything and if they do it will be a little same grand of all of the truth true accountability is man i get how that hurt you that must have that must be horrible i can't believe i did that to you i am so sorry that must have felt like this that and that that is a true apology unfortunately what a narcissist does is oh i'm sorry yeah uh, i shouldn't have done that that was wrong that's not accountability that's not understanding. That means it's going to happen again and again and again. And you need to understand the difference about accountability because accountability is not in their apologies. You know, I have to listen to what people say instead of, you know, facing each person, each situation with, with prejudice. We need to be more careful how we operate with these folks. But what's most important is how they're going to operate. They're going to, if you, if they don't agree with your content, they're going to go to your context. If they don't agree with your context, they're going to go to your content of what you say. That's how they argue. They bounce back and forth about meaning and about words. That's how they always wobble you off to understand that they own the truth no matter what. I want to thank everybody for listening. I love hearing from you. You can do that at voiceamerica.com, the health and wellness, empowerment channels, Dr. Gary Bell's Absurd Psychology. Now, remember, you know you are with a narcissist when you have been stabbed a million times by them and they act like they're the one that's bleeding.
You know, when you live in a society as we do, where everything caters to your personal wants, you can't help but be a narcissist. If narcissism were a crime, we would understand that the prison has been run by the inmates for over 100 years. Also, narcissistic culture loves famous people who are obsessed with themselves. They also promise you dreams and deliver you nightmares. Thanks for listening, everybody. That's our show for this week. Please join Dr. Gary Bell for another edition of Absurd Psychology next Tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Now go impress your friends and family with what you've learned today and have them tune in next week so they can be almost as smart as you. 